Hey everyone, this is Britt Lightning from Vixen, and you're listening to the Growing Up Rock Podcast. Crank it up! Hey Creatures Fest, it's Joey Casada here from ZO2. Don't forget to get there early on Friday afternoon to check us out recreating Kiss Unplugged cover to cover. We're going to have some members of the family sitting in with us. We got Bruce Kulick joining us on lead guitar. And we're going to have some other special guests just for you. Join us early Friday afternoon only at Creatures Fest. So Hollywood, normally we stay away from KISS because with all the other KISS podcasts out there and you're part of one of them, we kind of stay a good distance other than our historic moments. But we cannot ignore this KISS Creature Fest in Nashville coming up at the end of May. This is going to be a KISS fan's wet dream for sure. So we got to take advantage of that. We got to preview all that's going on with this thing in Nashville. Most of us are going to be going and attending, so I'm sure we're going to come back with some stuff. Let's talk about it. Yeah, every time Neil puts uh, some sort of, I don't know, announcement out, it's like, oh my God, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Like at this recording, we don't even know who's in Vinny's band. That's still got to come out. And supposedly they've been rehearsing now for a little while. And there's a major announcement coming up on May 1st, which obviously we're recording this before May 1st, but I've seen the advertisements for a big major announcement May 1st, right? I'm thinking that's announcing Vinny's bandmates. That would be my guess. You know, I'm interested to see all the goings on. I have a few things in mind that I'm looking forward to that I know are going to happen. But again, much like our Monsters of Rock cruises, this thing is shaping up nicely to just be a fun hang. I'll be meeting Tom and Zeus face to face for the first time because I haven't met them face to face. You know, it's just it's going to be a great hang, it sounds like. I lower your expectations on the face-to-face meet. I have met them face-to-face, and it ain't all that great. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm sure they say the same things. (laughs) 
<laughs> you're going to meet them, shake their hand. You're going to, okay, well, I guess I could check that off the list. I'll just turn to you and be like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's good. That, that actually would be really good. <laughs> so we'll get into all the uh, ins and outs and all the stuff we're looking forward to with this Creature Fest coming up in Nashville. But before we do that, you know, we got to do this. It's time for the Crank It Up New Music Spotlight. All right, so for tonight's Crank It Up New Music Spotlight, we are going to spotlight a friend of ours, Peter Cicery. We've uh, featured him before with his band or his project, Shannon's Theorem. We uh, we played a song, and I don't remember the title of that song that we played from them the first go-around, but I remember that both of us really liked that song quite a bit. And he has recently shared another song out there. Again, the band or the project is called Shannon's Theorem. And here's a song called All These Years. Wow. For supposed friends of ours, you too didn't know the name of the last song and you didn't even pimp his podcast. Some friends. Anyway, the last song was called Nocturnal Eyes. Peter, along with his co-host Vinny, also has a podcast called I Love It Loudcast. Okay. Now, enjoy all these years. Our love still warms my coldest night 
So let me start here. Peter, I love you. I'm going to start with Peter, I love you. The reason I start there, and Tony knows this well, is at times I can be tough on a song, okay? Here's what I like about the song. I like the simple guitar riff. I like the mid-tempo feel. I wish Peter's vocal was a little bit louder, but I like his vocal. I really like the pre-chorus. Some would label it a chorus, that part where he says she still hugs the road. She still grips the corner, right? To me, that's the hook. And my, I guess, one criticism of the song is that was enough of a hook that that main chorus line or someone may label it as a bridge where he actually says all these years feels like it was a part of another song that they jammed into this song. It was unnecessary because the other hook is more than enough. Call the song whatever you want to call it. You don't have to say the title in the song. You didn't have to force it in. To me, it just felt that way a little bit. Fair enough. Uh, Our friend Pete is doing the singing. Pete is a fellow podcaster. He has a podcast out there called the I Love It Loudcast. I like the first song, Nocturnal Eyes, quite a bit. I like this song, too. I think if it came down to it, I like Nocturnal Eyes a little bit better. But there's nothing wrong with this song. They both rock to me. So well done, Pete. Keep getting us Shannon's theorem, and we'll keep playing it because we dig it. Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. Okay, so going into our main discussion, Creatures Fest got a lot going on. So we just wanted to kind of go through everything that we know so far. Again, we're recording this almost a month before it happens, so there's going to be some things that get added. So if you're listening to this at the time it comes out, you're going, hey, they didn't talk about this. And oh my God, how'd they feel about so-and-so being the bass player for Vinny? We don't know those items yet. Yeah. And maybe we'll talk about them at a later date. Who knows? But uh, we're going to talk about what we know so far. And the first thing that we know is it's on Friday, Saturday, Sunday of Memorial Day weekend. And it starts off with an MTV unplugged pool party from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. on Friday. Now, I will tell you that we don't know all the times yet. We just know a few of the times. We happen to know this one because it's kicking it off. And basically what the MTV Unplugged Pool Party is, is that Joey Casada is kind of the host of ceremonies. My guess is he's playing drums because, you know, I hope he's not singing. And <laughs> they are going to do, yeah, uh, yes, I said that out loud. They are going to do the entire MTV Unplugged album, which technically is 15 songs, unless they're going to do the Japanese release, which would be 16 songs. If you don't know, if you haven't heard MTV Unplugged by Kiss, you definitely want to go listen to it because it actually is one of my favorite Kiss albums. And the track listing, Coming Home, Plastercaster, Going Blind, Do You Love Me, Domino, Sure Know Something, A World Without Heroes, Rock Bottom, See You Tonight, I Still Love You, an amazing rendition of I Still Love You. Every Time I Look at You, 2000 Man, where Ace comes out and does 2000 Man with them. Peter comes out, does Beth and Nothing to Lose with them, and then everybody together does Rock and Roll Night, and the Japanese release also has Got to Choose as one of the main songs. I think it's going to be great. Sounds like you're going to get part of Minefield, which is Todd Kern's new band. You're going to get Sisters Doll to help, and it also sounds like Bruce Kulik is going to be part of it, and it was funny. <laughs> Bruce had shared what I guess Joey put out there and somebody commented on the Facebook post, acoustic? Why? 
And Bruce came over the top and says, have you heard MTV Unplugged? So usually Bruce is not that salty, but it was kind of nice to get Bruce salty. <laughs> I don't, I'm curious how this thing is going to go down because a pool party, this thing could be packed beyond belief. Where are people going to be? I mean, are you going to have to watch it from inside the pool? <laughs> I mean, I don't know where people are going to stand. We both have been to this hotel before. In fact, we both have stayed at this hotel before because I think this is the same hotel that Rockin' Pod 3 was at, if I'm not mistaken. So I know the pool is out back there. I don't remember much about the pool area, but I'm just guessing that everybody is going to want to be there for this thing. What do you think? Yeah, you would think so. Sounds like there was somewhere around 850 to 900 tickets total sold. Will you have all 850 or 900 people? That's tough because it's Friday 12 to 4. So if people were planning on working and then coming in to check out the Friday night show, then they're going to kind of miss this. For me, I'm going early Friday, so I'll catch it. So you would think that, you know, if you get all 850, it's going to be near the end of it versus right at the beginning. But my guess is, yeah, some people will be in the pool. Some people will be hanging around the chair, standing up. You'll have people on the outside fence standing up. I think there's some rooms that look down to the pool. So you'll have some people just in their rooms, possibly, if they have balconies. So yeah, it it should be very interesting. And it's going to feel a little bit like, if you remember what Tyson Leslie did at Rockin' Pod, where they were switching out the people at the club and it was taking a while. I got a feeling this is going to take a while. This is why it's four hours, because it ain't going to take you four hours to do 15 songs, except for you're switching people in and out and Joey's got to shut the fuck up, you know, that kind of stuff. Right, because it's basically going to be an all-star jam. So yeah. uh, I think you're right. I think it's going to be the rock and roll residency type thing or yeah. Tyson Leslie's hairball, hair jam, rare hair. That's what they call it. Uh, so just different players coming in and out. So, uh, yeah, 100% agree with you. I will be there for it as well. My wife and I will get in early on Friday, probably just in time for something like this. Will basically be the, uh, what time we get there. So I will tell you what we know the rest of Friday, and we're going to talk about some of these guys coming up here, but uh, we do know that later that night we're getting Karabi, Enough's Enough, and Ace. That's what we're getting on Friday night. Saturday night right now seems to be Pretty Boy Floyd, Vixen, and Vinnie Vincent, and Sunday night seems to be Core Rosic, Quiet Riot, and then the Bruce Kulik Band. So that's kind of the setup. Like I said, we don't know the whole schedule, but let's go with who all the artists are going to be there. So we talked about this Unplug Party. Next, we want to talk about, well, our friend, Courtney Cronin-Dold. CCD has got this whole punchlines and backlines happening, and sounds like Zach and Todd from Bruce's band are going to be the guinea pigs. I don't know about you, but I hope we get the Kip Winger experiment, not the Chad Stewart experiment. (laughs) Yeah, you know, no matter what, the good thing about Courtney's backlines and punchlines thing is that she and sounds like maybe Craig Gass in this situation will be anchoring the show. So as long as they're anchoring, if we get the Chad Stewart version versus the Kip Winger version, then it'll be okay either way. But for those that don't know what the concept of it is, share real quick what her concept of punchlines and backlines is. Yeah, it's the simplicity of you got a musician that has never done stand-up before, and basically Courtney and Izzy are helping this person conform their stories into a stand-up routine. 
I think it was easier we're kidding about, or we're not kidding, we're actually talking about Chad Stewart and Kip Winger because they did it on the Monsters of Rock Cruise. And Kip was a natural. But if you've ever seen Kip unplugged or solo acoustic, he's a natural anyway. The guy's kind of funny anyway. So they helped him kind of form his stories to stand up and he killed. Where Chad, I don't know if he's a funny guy anyway. I don't really know a lot about Chad. All I know is he didn't really practice his stand up. And if stand-up was easy, everybody would do it. Stand-up is not easy. You have to have some timing, and you have to have good stories. And my guess is we don't know a lot about Todd and Zach about their stories. My guess is, though, they are fun guys knowing them. They will kill. And most of the people that have been on the Kiss Cruise, they probably know about this because she did the punchlines and backlines on the Kiss Cruise as well. So Courtney is an ever constant professional comedian. So she does a great job anyway. And that's right. Izzy is going to be there as well, right? Yeah, that's correct. But isn't also Craig Gass anchoring one of these shows as well? Yeah. So Gass is there. And I think it's a great idea to have comedy connected to music. I'll tell you, I'd much rather have Craig Gass open the end of the road tour versus the painter. Oh, for sure. Listen, especially... And I said this to Courtney as well, but when you're on something like a Kiss Cruise or a Monsters of Rock Cruise, where it's pretty much music, especially with the uh, Monsters of Rock Cruise, when it's nonstop concerts and music, it's really a great change of pace to have this comedy show in the middle of all of it. And it goes really great, especially when it's centered around the theme of music or musicians or bands. It just is a really nice pairing. So we went to both comedy shows on the Monsters of Rock Cruise, enjoyed it immensely. And she's doing several shows in Nashville during this Creature Fest. So I have no doubt that we'll probably end up at one of those at some point as well. Hey, it's Chris Jericho here. Just reminding you about the ultimate KISS fan convention, Creatures Fest. It's going to be May 27th to 29th. And check this out. Where else can you see Peter Chris on the drums? Along with Ace Fred and lead guitar. Along with Vinny Vince is going to play for you now. And Bruce Kulik. Oh, yeah. All on the same bill. On the same festival. May 27th to May 29th in Nashville, Tennessee. Creatures Fest. Go to CreaturesFest.com to get your tickets to see all of those amazing former KISS members and so many other great bands, including Quarantine, my 80s non-makeup cover band. We're going to have a new single. We're going to be playing it for you. We'll play some great rock and roll for you. It's going to be a rock and roll party. Oh, yeah. Come on down. Creatures Fest, May 27th, 29th in Nashville, Tennessee. Go to CreaturesFest.com for all tickets. Information! Oh, yeah! Next on the docket, and this isn't how they're performing day by day. This is more about just the list of people that are going. Next person we're going to talk about is Carrie Stevens. So she's going to be there, most likely, I would think, signing and selling books. I've had the pleasure of interviewing her uh, once before at Indie Kiss Expo. It was great. You know, she's a great lady. You know, a little crazy. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, a great lady, attractive, crazy. That's not all bad. You made her cry, dude. I remember that. I remember I made her cry, but uh, maybe I'll try to make her cry again. Who knows? But uh, Sisters Doll, Australian band, it's flying out to be at this. They just had a goodbye with traveling to U.S. show in their home country. Uh, Sisters Doll is connected to the Kiss Army a little bit because they've been the backup band for Bruce when Bruce has played overseas. They've played with Peter Chris when Chris did his last show. 
Uh, if you don't know them, they're a melodic hard rock band. A little too sleazy for me at times. They're right on the line of power pop. So when they're more power pop, I actually am more into them than they're more sleaze. Songs like Black Mirror and Strut, I love. Their last album, 2017, was called All Dolled Up. They had a song on there called Young, Wild, and Free that features Bruce Kulick. But, uh, you know, what I've heard of Sisters Doll is hit and miss for me a little bit. But what I like, I really like. What about you? Yeah, I'm the same. I wish to God they were bringing the band that they're playing their uh, last show in Australia with uh, Dangerous Curves was doing the opening show for them uh, in Australia. But be interested to see them, put it that way. Next one we're going to talk about, I'm thinking is Core Rosic. That's how I'm going to say it. Uh, this band, and I don't know if Core is a person or if it's a band, but the music sounds like a cross to me between Rob Zombie and BLS. I think it's supposed to be a little bit of shock rock. The vocal is gritty and scratchy. They just released a single in December 2021 called Vengeance Is Not Enough, and I really like that song. Their last album was in 2018 called Vengeance Overdrive. That album's a little bit thrash at times. Sometimes it's punk. Sometimes it's metal. There's a song in there called Dirty Little Secret that's really good. Have you heard of seeing any of this on YouTube? I have. I've seen the name around for a little while because I think I've seen it attached to other kiss type things before. And I'm trying to understand what the relationship is uh, with this core Rosic. I don't know whether it's a band or a person either. I just don't know the full story on it, but I've heard the music. I like some of it. Some of the vocals are hard to take at times for me, but yeah, I'm curious. Put it that way. Freeway. Some bad things you can't erase. 
Next up, band called Quarantine. This is Chris Jericho, PJ Farley, Joe McGinnis, right? This is the Kiss 80s Kiss tribute band. It'll be my first face-to-face meeting with Jericho, so I'm sure that'll be interesting. Uh, I am doing a meet and greet with him because I wanted to at least support Jericho because I think he's in the middle of a tour and he's kind of doing this off cycle. So that's kind of cool. I love that they're doing only 80s Kiss songs. I think that's great. I was wondering, and I want to get your take on this. I'm sure it's worth calling Bruce and saying, hey, what songs are you guys doing so we don't do the same ones or does it matter? You know, I would hope that they would have just a maybe a quick email or something. That would be good if they did something like that. I mean, it can't take long to do something like that. Or Bruce may just say, hey, look, we're doing the same set we did on the ship. This is what it is. So there you go. But yeah, I hope so. I'll be interested. It'll be our first face-to-face meeting with Joe McGinnis. He's been on the show a couple times. So that'll be fun to finally meet him face-to-face. And I don't have a meet and greet with Jericho, but maybe I'll see him around. I see him around here once in a while here in Atlanta. So, but yeah, I'm definitely interested in in seeing quarantine because I'm curious about that. And I want to support Joe McGinnis any way I can with all this stuff that's going on. I have to say, and all the stuff that they bought together, I'm slightly surprised. And again, All the announcements aren't over, so who knows? But I'm a little bit slightly surprised that they're not trying to pull together Classic 78 to perform for the first time because Classic 78 has never really performed live at all. So, And everybody kind of knows who they are now face-wise, so they're not trying to be, you know, anonymous. So especially with um, Charlie Benante now, playing drums on this last thing. I wouldn't be surprised to see them try to pull off a few songs. That's all. Yeah, we just don't know if Charlie's on tour, right? They're about to go out on a tour with Black Label Society, but I don't know when that tour starts. Yeah, I'm not sure either. That would be good to see, though. And maybe that's what the 5-1 announcement is. Who knows? Could be. Yeah! Next up, for some strange reason, we have Pretty Boy Floyd on this damn list. And I don't know if you've ever heard the Kiss tribute album they did. Ba-fucking-rudal. I have zero interest in Pretty Boy (laughs) Floyd. Less than I do Enough's Enough. Let's put it that way. (laughs) You don't even want to see a song? Not one song. I don't give two shits. (laughs) Uh, There's always an amount of curiosity with me. And I'm definitely the type of individual that I don't ever want to badmouth something unless I see it firsthand. So I'll be there unless it really conflicts with something else that I got going on. I'd like to see at least a couple songs. Everyone's got a rock and roll story to tell, and we want to hear yours. So go to our website at growinguprock.com. That's one word, G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-R-O-C-K.com. Or visit us on our Facebook page at Growing Up Rock and tell us all about it. So I hope you're enjoying our Creatures Fest preview. And if you really want to help out the podcast, you can do that in a really simple method. Leave us a five-star review. Yes, I said a five-star review. If you go in to leave us anything less than a five-star review, it ain't going to do us any good. But you can help us out by doing that at Podchaser or Apple Podcast. It just helps us be seen by more people if you leave us a five-star review. So if you're enjoying our episodes and enjoying what you're hearing, take two minutes out of your day 
to leave us a five-star review. Other things you can do is if you're a Facebook user, go on Facebook and join Grown Up Rock's Loud Minority Private Facebook group and get in on the discussion. Because a lot of times we get ideas for the show and discuss what's happening in upcoming episodes with the people in that group. So be part of that group. Join the Grown Up Rock Loud Minority Facebook group. That has been my public service announcement for this episode. Now, back to Creatures Fest. So next up, we are going to talk about, well, he's affectionately called the mayor on the Monsters of Rock Cruise, Mr. John Karabi. So to me, Karabi's the man. I will tell you the last time I saw him on Monsters of Rock, he was a little rough, but I will tell you that was because he never shuts the fuck up on a five-day <laughs> cruise, right? So he's around everywhere. He talks to everybody, and then he's one of the last guys that's got to do a show, and that's just not. John, I love you, but stop signing up for shows on the last day if you're going to talk to everybody for six straight days. You know what I mean? He's hilarious to me. I was really thinking Courtney might want to get him for a future punchline, backline thing. Yeah, I would agree. He would make a good candidate for that as well. Your thoughts on Karabi? You looking forward to seeing him? He was a little rough last time we saw him. Yeah, I always enjoyed John, but yeah, he he was having some vocal issues last time. I mean, John's a, a Nashville native. He lives there, so it's pretty easy for him to come out and do something like that. He's got great stories. If you've never seen him, go see him for the stories alone. Usually I enjoy him acoustic every time I see him. She said love 
Next up, Quiet Riot. So if you're wondering who is in Quiet Riot as of today, which could change any time, I guess, Rudy Sarzo is the bass player, and believe it or not, he is probably the draw. And Rudy, I love you, but the bass player can't be the draw. Like, I'm just saying. Uh, Alex Grossi is the guitar player. He's been the guitar player for the last 12 years. Jizzy Pearl is the lead vocalist. He's been the lead vocalist for the last three years. And you got Johnny Kelly on drums. He's been the drummer for the last couple of years. I don't know what we're going to get out of Quiet Riot. I'm not a huge fan of Jizzy's voice to begin with. It was DeBro's voice that initially attracted me to Quiet Riot and the mask, right? I love that like iron mask thing. I got to get one of those, by the way. I would love that for a Christmas present if you're listening to Cole. But anyway, uh, I'll give it a couple of songs probably just to see how they sound. But uh, I would say overall, Quiet Riot could win the most overrated rock band ever award. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've never been a huge Quiet Riot fan. I respect that Rudy is the sole guy to carry on the band legacy. I understand it. I would like it and enjoy it probably a little bit more if they would at least get Carlos Cavazo back in the band. That way, at least they've got half of it. I mean, it's impossible to get Frankie and Kevin back in. Rest in peace. But it would add to the credibility if they would get Carlos back in. I don't know what's going on because I think that something must have gone down between Carlos and Benali and Benali's wife, who is now the owner of the name, right? She's not having it. She's going to honor whatever Frankie wanted to do, and she's not having it. So that's the only thing I can figure out. What do you think? Yeah, I'm sure it has something to do with that, right? Because reality is... What are they going to do? Cavazzo comes back and play stadiums. They're going to play the same clubs. Does it really yeah. matter? Yeah, agreed, hundred percent. I'll just go back to originally what I said, which is I was never a huge Quiet Riot fan to begin with. I mean, I'm curious. I'll stick my head in for a couple of songs. Why not? Next up, we're going to talk about Trickster, and basically, it's an acoustic thing with PJ Farley and Steve Brown. I think PJ has a cool personality, right? Talked to him a couple of times. Seems like a great guy. Steve has an outstanding voice. Now, according to Jericho, so does PJ. So I've never really heard PJ sing, but if PJ's as good as Jericho says he is, oh my God, Steve plus PJ on an acoustic set might be Soto Beeler-esque, which is great because they got the personality to pull it off too. Uh, I think I'm going to really like it if it's like a storyteller's type vibe with Trickster. PJ can sing. I've heard some of his solo material. So I believe that he can sing. So Steve and PJ together might be good. I'm interested or curious as to them calling this or billing this Trickster, because to my knowledge, there was an issue with them calling it Trickster because the camp is basically split in two. You got PJ and Steve on one side and Gus and Pete Lauren on the other side. So it's interesting they're calling it Trickster, but okay, they're doing an acoustic thing. I'm curious. I like Steve Brown. Steve Brown is a, a good personality. He's got a lot of great stories. I've never met PJ, so I can't speak about PJ, but yeah, why not? And in our circles, PJ and Steve, we know who they are, but for the normal rock fan, if you don't connect them to Trickster, nobody knows who the hell these guys are. <laughs> Thank you. 
Next up, we're going to talk about Enough's Enough, and that's basically enough for me. Like, I literally <laughs> have zero interest. Pretty Boy Floyd and Enough's Enough, I hope you're playing right when I want to eat a hot dog, because that's where I'll be. Well, if Courtney's around, I know she'll be at the Enough's Enough show. She loves them. I'll stick my head in if nothing else is going on. I like Enough's Enough to, enough to check that out. Why not? I saw them on Monsters of Rock Cruise, and they were okay. I enjoyed it. than enough of that next up we're going to talk about vixen so i'm also doing a meet and greet with vixen because i wanted to support them they've been really good every time i've seen them on monsters of rock cruise so it should be a good show roxy's the only original left now so you got brit lightning you got roxy you got lorraine from femme fatale and julia who just got added because sharon basically retired and julia if you don't know her cotson's girlfriend and she's got skills there's no doubt about it. So these ladies, I mean, they looked refreshed and energetic, which I think that comes out every time they played, to be honest with you. So I'm looking forward to this. I'm always down for a little vixen. I'll stick my head in for sure. I'm curious to see the Julia in the band. I haven't seen them with her yet. So I love Brit. Brit's awesome. She's a good person. We've had her on the show before. She was a great guest.
So next up, we're going to talk about one of the headliners, Vinnie Vincent. And like we said before, we don't know who's in the band yet. There was talk about they were going to do the Rio set from 83. I don't know if they're going to do that because that didn't have any Lick It Up songs. And it sounds like he wants to do part Creatures of the Night, part Lick It Up set list. So he might bounce out of the Rio thing. Why am I interested in this? Um, Honestly, because it could be a train wreck. I'm sorry. That's really why I'm interested. <laughs> uh, yeah, all that's true. <laughs> all, all that's true. Listen, I'm just tired of the shady fuckery. I either want to know or don't know because I'm tired of this going on and on forever. Can you play? Can you not play? This has been going on ever since he resurfaced in Atlanta. What year was the Atlanta thing? 2018? So I'm just, I'm over it. And hopefully this will put it all to rest. If he doesn't show or it's some sort of trickeration or bait and switch and he doesn't play anything or he plays one song like Lick It Up or something like that, then I'm over it and I don't ever want to hear from the guy again because I'm just, I'm tired of it. You know, there was this big buildup for pre-Kiss party thing a few years back and he got up with goofy makeup and played one song and didn't play it very well in my opinion and it's just like okay this guy is just there's nothing professional about him so i'm over it i either want to see it and put it to rest or i want it to be a train wreck i want to laugh throw tomatoes and i don't ever want to hear from him again (laughs) fair 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 (laughs) she's a cat
Next up, we're going to talk about Bruce Kulick, again, one of the headliners. So you got Zach, Todd Kearns, Brent Fitt, Bruce Kulick. This is the band that every KISS fan on the KISS cruises loves. They have amazing set lists. Anytime they do any kind of medley, it's always amazing. We've seen them at the Indie Expo. They just did a Las Vegas show. You know, there's tons of talk about this is the band that should be opening for Kiss on the end of the road tour. Obviously, thanks to Grand Funk, Bruce is probably not as available. And honestly, thanks to Slash, Todd and Brent are probably not available, right? So that's probably a no-go, but it's great that they're here. And Bruce has played with Sisters Doll before, so you probably see Bruce plus Sisters Doll at the Unplugged thing. But this thing will be amazing, and they never do the same set list twice, so I think they're going to have some surprises. Yeah, I'm always excited to see this band. Just a great band. I saw them in a shortened set at the Indie Expo several years ago. I don't get the advantage of seeing them on the Kiss Cruise, but I watched the videos and it looks amazing. So I'm excited to be there in person and uh, see it in person. And I hope it sounds good because I'm looking forward to it. Where I feel bad for these guys a little bit is they're going to have to kind of be the chameleon a little bit. And what I mean by that is they have to somehow navigate not touching Vinnie Vincent songs. So if Vinnie's going to stay with Creatures Lick It Up, but he's not going to tell you what his set list is going to be, you basically have to stay away from both those albums. And then you've got to, Jericho doesn't have as much time with his band as Bruce has had with his. So if Jericho is going to play XYZ and they're going to work around that, these guys, you know, they're going to, they don't have to worry about Ace. Ace isn't going to do any of the songs that Bruce would normally do anyway. So I just feel a little bit bad for them that they won't have their set list absolutely nailed down. They'll probably have, here's what we would like to do. And if something happens, let's change this one out for this one, this one out for this one. But you know what? you got four very talented musicians, so they're able to do that, and I think that's great. So do you think Quarantine will play a full-on you know, 45-minute set? I would think so. Otherwise, why come? Yeah, I got what you're saying. I don't know, though. They haven't ever done that. Like Even on the Jericho Cruise, they didn't play a full-on set, did they? Yeah, but still eight or nine songs. Did they play that much? I don't know. I just don't even know if they know a full on set. Who knows? I don't know. We'd have to ask Joe McGinnis what the plan is. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Okay. Keeps 
the last person we're going to talk about before the historic moment, let's talk Peter Chris. So Peter got added to this afterwards, after the initial set was announced. I think it's great that Peter's joining. I think it's a key to what's going on at Creatures Fest. I think that's what sold a lot of tickets. He's supposed to do a couple of songs with Ace on Ace's Night. I doubt he has any type of full set that he's doing himself. Most likely you'll see him play drums on a song or two maybe. You know, I think it's good to see him out and about. And the last time you really, really heard him play was with Sisters Doll at his show in 2017, right? So, you know, Peter Chris is going to meet a bunch of fans. He's going to be an ambassador of the fest. And I hate to say it, it could be the last time you see Peter. Who knows? So I'm glad he's there. I don't think you're going to see Peter Chris behind a drum set at all. I think you could see Peter on stage. And I think you could see Peter even maybe singing a couple of tunes, but I almost guarantee you won't see him behind a drum kit. I bet he hasn't touched a drum kit in who knows how many years. I would be surprised. He's played some drums on YouTube, so we know he's touched a drum set. We know he can still play. I just don't know with the energy that it takes to do something like that, yeah. if his health is at a position where he could do it. Now, he might be out to prove, look, guys, I'm going to do at least one song because I can do it, but I don't think he's out to prove to kiss that he can come do tours with them. I don't think he's out to prove that. And really nobody wants that anyway. So, but I'm glad he's involved. Yeah. I'm glad he's involved too. Uh, I think it's safe to say that all I really want to hear is I want to hear, don't want to be a hooligan. I don't want to go to school again or be a fool again. 
So that's what, that's what I want to hear him sing because, you know, I give a shit whether he ever sings Beth again, ever. If yeah. I ever hear that song again, ever. <laughs> <laughs> Time for your historic moment on Growing Up Rock. So we're talking all things kiss. So this is almost a big historic moment episode, but I still wanted to do like our traditional thing. And we're going to go with Ace because Ace is really the only person we haven't talked about. He's one of the headliners at Creatures Fest. You got Ryan Spencer Cook in the band. You got Matt Starr. You got Jeremy Ashbrock. You will not get Phil Schaus. Because he's on tour with Accept, which means you're not getting Christopher Williams either. And I think Matt's available anyway, so you'll get Matt. Now, my problem with Ace on these things and on tour just straight up is he does too many Kiss songs. 
and he does too many covers in his set list nowadays. So I'm hoping he does not do that at Creatures Fest. I think on tour, maybe you have to do that because not everybody knows all of your songs from your albums because they only know you as the Kiss guitar player. But like, let me give you an idea of his set list lately. Uh, Rocket Ride, Parasite, okay, those two make sense. Strutter, come on, dude. Emerald, the Thin Lizzy cover, why? Rip it out, Rock Soldiers, makes sense. Never in my life do the last thing I need is a goddamn mountain song. Good times, bad times, you ain't no fucking Robert Plant, so you might as well just stop doing that. <laughs> Detroit Rock City, come on, really? Right, New York Groove, got it. Hard Times, got it. Strange Ways, makes sense. Shock Me, makes sense. Cold Gin, makes sense. Love Gun? Why are you doing Love Gun? Right? I get it. You were in the band and then Deuce. It's like, come on, let's let's do some Fraley's Comet stuff. Let's do some Second Sighting stuff. Where's the Trouble Walking stuff? Like that's what Creatures Fest is going to want because those are the deep, deep Ace fans. So I doubt he's going to do this song, but what I'm going to play for you is a studio track off of Lie Plus One. Came out in 88 because this was like the stopgap between Fraley's Comet the album that had done well, and Second Sighting, which hadn't been released yet. So Megaforce wanted to make some money in between. So check out the song, the only studio track off of Live Plus One, Words Are Not Enough.
Okay. So a thing went out to all the people that purchased these Creature Fest tickets where we voted on songs for Ace. You took part in that, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. So, I mean, he'll be playing a, at least, what, two or three different songs from that set list, right? Yeah. Yeah. But even that one, some of the votes were littered into Kiss songs. I'm like, why is that on the list? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, there were definitely some interesting choices. I mean, I think I voted for uh, Rock and Roll Hell because I like his cover of it on his, uh, what was that? The first Origins record. Yeah. I, I voted for that one too. Yeah. I didn't know that Phil was on tour with Accept. He told me at one point that they have a regular fill-in when conflicts with Accept, but I don't remember who he told me. So I didn't know that. Uh, I think Matt Starr sings Love Gun, if I'm not mistaken, when they do that. But see what I'm saying? is like, why even do it? Basically, you're doing a kiss cover. I guess he feels like he's just supporting the legacy of the band. I don't know. I'm in full agreement with you. Like, I would rather hear him do Fraley's Comet and the Kiss songs that are Ace Kiss songs. That would be good for me. Words are not enough. Too keyboardy for you? No, I like the tune. It's been ages since I've heard this song. I don't think I own this record, but I like this song. Are you having fun? Is this cool? So all in all, to kind of wrap this up, I will tell you I am looking really forward to this more than I was looking forward to the Kiss Cruise. This is, to me, I don't need to see Kiss again. I've seen Kiss 30 times, but I've not seen the Bruce Kulick band 30 times. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to The Hang. I'm definitely looking forward to overall, because I consider myself a above average Kiss fan, but not a like crazed Kiss fan. So some of this stuff, it's neither here nor there for me. Probably my only wish at this point, and it's really just more of a greed than anything, is that I wish there was a good, like, solid anchoring rock band that was playing, like a Night Ranger or somebody that I really, really enjoy, as opposed to, like, Enough's Enough and Quiet Riot and Vixen and stuff like that. Like, there's none of those bands for me. Like, I'll go see and stick my head in on Quiet Riot and Enough's Enough and Vixen, but... The draw for me concert-wise is going to be the Bruce Kulick band and Ace Fraley and stuff like that, uh, which I guess is the point. Yeah, and I you know, I make fun of Peter a lot. I make fun of Vinny a lot. They deserve some of the hate they get from me, to be honest with you. I hope they come and kill. I hope Vinny goes up there, does a 10 to 12 song set of Lick It Up and Creatures tunes that he's got a singer that can pull off things like I Still Love You or A Million to One. And absolutely kills it. That exciter peels the paint off the walls. I hope it's awesome. I'm not going to be holding my breath for that, but I hope that that's the case. Yeah, because if it is the case, it's a win-win, right? We win. If that's the case, we win. If it's a train wreck, then nobody really wins. I mean, we get a good laugh out of it, but we got comedy there that weekend. So we don't need we don't need the music to be comical, right? <laughs> that's true. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm with you. I'm a hundred percent with you. I would love for Vinny to get up there and kill it. That would be great because it would be win-win for the music fans. I would love nothing more than to hear lick it up front to back or to hear half lick it up and half creatures. That's a win-win for me, period, end of story. But I'm looking forward to the weekend. I'm looking forward to the hangout. I'm looking forward to meeting some people I haven't met before. So it's all good. 
And I just thought of something. I guess I didn't think about this before. You got PJ there. You got Steve there. You got Kearns there. You got Zach there. You got Star there. You got Fitz there. That could be Vinny's band. His band could be PJ, Steve, and Fitz. Sure. And he'd have enough singers. So very interesting. But yeah, looking forward to the hang. Uh, Should be a good time for sure. All right. Well, good. Uh, Hopefully some folks are going to be there and looking forward to uh, checking this thing out along with us. If you see us there, by all means, come up and say, hey, we'd love to meet you. And if not, we'll come back with all the uh, goings on because, you know, we're definitely going to do a recap on this thing. Well, that's it. Till next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Later. Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys. Got me going
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 